Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Huge Tennis Audio Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Hendrickson. And in this episode, we are going to talk about the pinpoint accuracy fallacy. So let's go ahead and get started. So uh, I want to thank all of you that are listening to this podcast. This is our very first episode, one of very many more to come. And um, so, again, I'll probably say thank you a million times, but um, we appreciate right now the amount of subscribers we're getting on YouTube, and we wanted to also expand to other forms of media. So getting into podcasting and also Facebook is something that we're trying to do as much as we possibly can to reach a larger audience because we know that not everybody uses YouTube. So thank you for listening. And in this episode, uh, I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time because it's sort of the premise of of what I end up teaching and what I talk about in YouTube. I will be talking more about. I like to get more into the strategy because There are plenty of videos, and I do a lot of videos, on technique and how to hit proper ground strokes and how to hit your forehand properly, backhand, serve, all that type of stuff. And that is extremely important, don't get me wrong. But one of the things, especially with players that are older, um, who kind of are set in their ways and have been playing the same way for quite a while, is using what you already have, but having more of a strategy going out and playing. And I've been learning this myself more as I've gotten older because the power just isn't there anymore. Some of us just, you know, our more finesse players really didn't have a lot of power to begin with. But as I've gotten older and players I play with get older, it's it's much more difficult to blow somebody off the court. So strategy is that more, much more important. Roger Federer is a really good example on the Pro Tour of how strategy works for him and keeps him at the top of the game. Even though some may argue, well, a lot of the top guys are, you know, haven't been in there like Murray Djokovic and stuff, you know, and Nadal players like that. But at the same time, regardless if they were there or not, Roger Federer stays at the top of the, of the professional levels. In my opinion, simply because he knows how to strategize each individual point. So, to me, as opposed to going for lines and blowing someone off the court, being able to handle somebody else's uh, power and being able to manipulate the ball and move it uh, left and right, deep, short, those things I think are going to benefit you as a tennis player much, much more than uh, technique alone. So the uh i have a system that i'm putting together and i'll be introducing it more into youtube as well as my huge tennis academy and it's called the ndc system neutralize dominate close uh, the neutralize phase is taking control of your opponent so you would stretch them outside for example way out wide so let's just say you have you're in a neutral position you're playing a point and then what you do is you roll a ball deep to your player's backhand. You're pulling them way off court. Well, the tendency of most players is to take the next ball that's typically a weak reply that may land around the service line and just try to blast it for a winner. Instead, uh, take that ball and roll it short with a lot of topspin to the ad side. It may end up being a winner anyway, 
but you didn't have to go for a huge shot. What you're doing is you're pulling your opponent off the court to the other side. And this gives you the ability to have a, a wide open court to where you don't have to be pinpoint accurate to hit a winner. So the, the neutralize, which is the very first shot, you're pulling them way out into the ad court on the backhand side. So you want to take command of the rally, essentially, is, is what, what the NDC system talks about. So when you pull them uh, out wide on the, on the uh, ad side, then you, at that point you are in, in control of the point. You want to gain control of the point. Then you want to dominate the point by rolling that forehand or you know, inside-out forehand if you get a weak reply on the second shot to the deuce court short because now you're getting them way on the run. They're off balance. It's going to be an even shorter reply, more weaker reply to you. And then uh, you can move, move in towards the net, which is something that Roger Federer does a lot. And then the, you move on to the third phase, which is the close phase. You finish the point um, by hitting the ball into a very, very large target area. So it eliminates the, the, the necessity to, to be pinpoint accurate with your ground strokes. And I believe that by watching Roger Federer over and over again, more and more, I'm starting to realize, wow, this guy uh, is using a lot more strategy to win matches as opposed to blowing players off the court. Now, on the same thing with the serve. Now, the serve is a little bit different because you have to be a bit more accurate. You're hitting the ball into a much smaller portion of the court. So, of course, you have to be much more accurate with it. But again, you don't have to have an unbelievable, powerful, powerful, powerful serve in order to uh, win points because... Roger Federer proves, even though he's got you know a decent decent um, power on the serve, he proves that he has more aces than a lot of other players on the tour because of how he's able to manipulate the ball and move it around in the bot in the service box. So along with the manipulation of the serve, and then being able to set up points individually, uh, again he's he's just able to continue to dominate on the pro tour and do it at 36 years old and you know as long as he stays healthy i mean who knows how much longer he can do this and i i think i don't think a lot of people are paying attention to the things that he's doing specifically to be able to maintain um you know his ranking uh currently on the pro tour and i know he's doing a lot of other uh, exercise physio type stuff that I wish I wish these guys wouldn't keep this stuff so, so secret. I understand why they do it because you know they're um, <clears throat> these are important exercises that they do, and they don't want anybody else uh, copying them. But uh, one day, I hope that we end up learning his system uh, after he retires to find out you know what what he did. I think it's revolutionary to to have a guy who's always had back problems to keep him on the pro tour as long as he's been on there and it's really truly remarkable. So again, uh I'll go over the NDC system and I'll, I'll be doing a lot more of this um on YouTube and uh discussing in a lot more detail, but neutralize your opponent. 
you neutralize them by taking control of the point. So an example, again, <clears throat> roll a deep ball to your opponent's backhand, get them way off court. In all, in all likelihood, they're going to hit you a weak reply that's very short around the service line. You want to take that ball and you want to roll it to the deuce court, short, uh, get them fully on the run. And that's at that point, you are now developing a pattern, a pattern on, on your point, which is what you need to do on every single point. So now you've really hurt them. You're, you're in complete, complete control and dominating your opponent. The, uh, if they are lucky enough to get that ball, uh, if they do, that's okay. It's going to be an even weaker reply, but you're going to be there to take that weak reply and hit it back out towards the uh, ad area of the court because you're going to have just a huge, large target area, and you're going to end up closing out the point by, um, by stretching your opponent. It's going to be so far off into the deuce area short that you're going to have just a wide open space. Uh, to be able to hit that ball and win the point. So again, going back to the pinpoint accuracy fallacy, you don't have to be pinpoint accurate with your ground strokes in order to win points. Um, and watch when you go out and see uh, some pros play, watch some pro pro players play, um, they're not going for lines. And if they do happen to hit lines here and there, it's more um, more of a an error than anything. They are going for high percentage shots to keep the ball in the court to gain control and to, to uh, you know, in, initially neutralize, then dominate, and then close their opponent. So keep that in mind when you go out to, uh, to the courts. Again, thank you for listening to our first episode of the Huge Tennis Audio Podcast. And I look forward to seeing you and talking to you in the next one. And for more free instruction, uh, go to forward slash huge tennis on both YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. See you next time.